I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here's your host, Josh Applebaum. Hello and welcome to VEASAN Daily Morning Bets, a quick 15-minute podcast highlighting the top games and biggest line moves that bettors need to know about each day. Today is Wednesday, December 14th. Game of the Night. For the Game of the Night, we're going to look toward a big NBA showdown tonight at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN between the New York Knicks and the Chicago Bulls. Currently, the Bulls are listed as a four-point home favorite with a total of 225.5. Now, going into this matchup, the New York Knicks are 14-13. They've won four straight games, playing pretty good basketball lately, and they just beat Sacramento 112-99, covering as a 2.5-point home favorite. 
Meanwhile, Chicago Bulls, 11-15. They've struggled recently. They've uh, only gone 2-4 and four over their last six games. And they just lost a heartbreaker to Atlanta, 123-122 to in overtime, although they did cover that number. They were a three-and-a-half-point road dog in that matchup. Now, looking at how this line has moved, it opened Chicago Bulls laying four, and the line really hasn't moved off of four. We're staying right at four, and that's notable to me because currently using our VEASAN.com bet splits, 66% of bets are taking the Chicago Bulls at home tonight. So that would qualify the Bulls as a public play, uh, getting two-thirds of bets here. So if two-thirds of bets are laying the points with the Bulls, then why aren't the Bulls, after they open minus four, up to minus four and a half, up to minus five? You know, typically when you see lopsided betting, you'll see the odds makers adjust that line toward the popular side uh, to mitigate their risk and basically entice betting on the underdog there to keep the uh, the bets even. Uh, however, books sometimes take a position here. So it looks like they've kind of taken a position on the Knicks plus four, meaning that despite only uh, a third of bets on the Knicks, they don't want to go uh, any higher because they don't want to give out a better number or the hook to New York Knicks backers. Uh, the Knicks here, 8-5 and five ATS on the road, including 7-6 and six straight up on the road, so they have played well uh, when, they're, uh, when they're visitors. And it's also a bit of a tired spot for the Chicago Bulls. Chicago Bulls are playing their third game in five days. Uh, so again, the fact we have heavy betting Bulls, yet the line won't move, maybe some liability here on the Knicks, uh, who are a little bit more rested and have been pretty good on the road and playing good basketball recently. Also, keep an eye on the total. Looks like some over money came in here. Uh, the total opened up at 224.5. We've now seen it get up to 225.5. And, and there are some books that are juicing up that over, like it may get to 226. So uh, this total is on the rise. And a couple reasons to like the over. Number one is pace of play. Uh, if you look at possessions per game, tempo, uh, Chicago Bulls, New York Knicks, both top 10 teams in terms of pace. The Bulls are eighth fastest in the NBA. The New York Knicks are 10th. So, again, more possessions up and down the court, more opportunities to score, always better for an over. Uh, both teams are also uh, top. Uh, both teams are also top 15 or top half of the league in terms of offense. The Bulls are number 16 offensive efficiency. The Knicks are number 14 offensive efficiency. Uh, you also have a really good bet split to this over. Currently, 63% of bets are taking the over, uh, which would be a public play, but it also accounts for 86% of the money. So it kind of tells me maybe, maybe just, uh, pro and Joe there majority of bets, but also heavy share of money. Those bigger, sharper wages leaning over, causing this thing to go up a bit. Uh, also a bit of a short spread, four-point spread. If I'm going to bet an over, I want a, a short spread like five or less. Basically, that's telling me that, hey, it'll be maybe a tight game back and forth. Maybe you get overtime. If you want an under, you always want a high spread, You know anything double digits or more, because oftentimes you get up big and take your foot off the gas. Uh, and then also some betting systems to this over. If you look at uh, sweet spot overs. So I have a system here called sweet spot overs where if it's a non-division game, between 225 and 230 uh, as a total, just take the over. It's 55% this year, 51 and 41. And also you look at overs that rise. So non-division game um, between 220 and 230, take the over when it goes up at least a point. That's 35 and 28, 56% this year with about a 6% ROI. So a little bit of a line freeze here to the Bulls, maybe looking toward grabbing the points, and also maybe a higher scoring game here with the total on the rise for a big ESPN 730 game tonight between the Knicks and the Bulls. Best of the rest. For the best of the rest in the NBA, let's go to another matchup here, another 7.30 p.m. game, the Sacramento Kings and the Toronto Raptors. Currently, the Raptors are listed as a 5.5-point home favorite with a total of 228. Now, going to this matchup, Sacramento Kings, good record, 14-12, and 12, but they're struggling. They've lost three of their last four. 
They just fell to Philly, 123-103. to Fell to cover as a four-point road dog last night. So this is the second leg of a back-to-back for Sacramento. Meanwhile, Toronto also struggling, 13-14. and They've lost three of their last four as well. They just had a really disappointing series, uh, two games in a row in Orlando, uh, where they lost both games. And in both games, they were favored. They lost the first game, 113-109 to as an eight-point favorite. They lost the second one, 111-99 to as a six-and-a-half-point road favorite. So really Toronto looking to bounce back here after a couple bad losses against uh, a bad Orlando team. What's notable is some liability here. Looks like a sharp uh, line move toward the, toward the Toronto Raptors. The Raptors actually opened as a five-point favorite at home. We've seen them get bet up to now minus five and a half. So that's a half point line move. Again, every line move is important. Sometimes the lack of line movement is also important, like that line freeze we talked about with the Knicks. But immediately, once this line opened, Raptors minus five, looks like Sharps laid the five with Toronto at home, causing this thing to tick up to five and a half. Uh, Currently 73% of bets, but 97% of the money is on Toronto. So again, public bet here on the Raptors, but also uh, big heavy money. And as I mentioned, it's kind of a schedule spot in favor of Toronto. Uh, You look at Toronto. They haven't played since the 11th, whereas the Sacramento Kings just played on the 13th yesterday. So uh, Toronto hasn't played since the 11th. Prior to that, they played the 9th uh, of December. Kings played the 11th, the 13th, and again tonight. So the Kings are playing their third game in four days, whereas Toronto is pretty much rested, ready to go. They've been having to sit on those two bad losses to Orlando here. So a bit of a schedule advantage in favor of Toronto, maybe partly why we saw this line open five and tick back up. Also, look at the total. Open 228, really no movement whatsoever. Uh, you have seen both these teams trend under recently. Toronto is 7-3 and three to the under their last 10. Sacramento is 5-1 and one to the under their last six. And looking at our VEASAN.com bet splits, pretty good bet split to this under. Uh, currently, the public split, 50-50 down the middle. They don't really know where to go with this total, uh, yet you're seeing 97% of the money on the under. So that's a huge plus 47% smart money discrepancy uh, to that under. And we have seen the Kings, 10-4 and four to the under on the road, and Toronto is 7-5-1 and one to the under at home. So maybe a little bit of a, a lean there to that under, uh, 228, especially if you start to see this thing fall down to 227 and a half. Football season is the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. Josh's Sweats. For Josh's Sweats, my first sweat of the night, let's go to the NHL. After a nice 2-0 NHL night for the Morning Bets pod yesterday, getting back to uh, to hockey tonight. And the one game that caught my eye, another kind of bigger number here, but as always, a bet trist, not bet to win. Give me the Minnesota Wild at home on the money line, minus 210. Uh, they are playing at home against Detroit. This is a TNT game, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. And right off the bat, I got a lot of matches uh, for betting systems on Minnesota. Uh, again, Minnesota opened around a minus 200 favorite or minus 190 favorite. Now you're up to, again, minus 210. So, again, bigger number, but it's always bet trist, not bet to win. I'm risking one unit on every bet I make, uh, only trying to get about a half unit back on this one. That's important because, you know, bet to win, you'd be risking like 2.1 units just to win one unit. And, again, if you win the game, yeah, you'll take in a little bit more. But if you lose, you're going to lose more units. So whole point being, especially when you're betting favorites in hockey or favorites in baseball or any kind of money line favorite, you want to bet to risk, not bet to win always. It'll save you if you lose. We also have some good money on the back end if you win. Uh, but in terms of Minnesota, aside from the line move, a lot of betting systems here. 
Home favor with the line move this year, 119 and 59, 67%. Uh, you also look at home favorites minus 200 or more off a win, 41 and 17, 71% this year. Sweet spot big favorites between minus 175 and minus 225. They're 84 and 35 this year, 71%. They also have a ton of rest versus tired systems. So this is a back-to-back -back, uh, for Detroit. Detroit played last night, uh, lost uh, to the Capitals. Or sorry, lost to, who did they lose to yesterday? I, I should remember because I bet the game. Yeah, Carolina, one nothing. I uh, lost to Carolina. But now they have to travel and go to Minnesota. Uh, so if you look at these favorites versus the team on the second leg of a back-to-back, uh, they are 48 and 28, 63% this year. Also, uh, metrics-wise, um, aside from a rest advantage uh, with Minnesota having played the 12th their last game versus back-to-back -back Detroit, Minnesota is also good as a favorite. They're 12 and 6 when they're favored. They've also won two straight, playing some pretty good hockey. Detroit is just seven and ten as a dog, and they've also lost three straight. So this is kind of a you know better team at home rested angle here for Minnesota. Also better power play, 25% uh, conversion rate versus only 21% for Detroit. And then the last advantage to me, uh, big advantage for Minnesota tonight, is that you're probably going to get the backup goaltender for the Detroit Red Wings. Now, Ville Husso, who started last night and lost the one game one nothing, he's been pretty good this year. Uh, but his backup, Nadelkovic, has been really, really bad. He's 2-4-2 with a 4.09 goals against average. We're expecting Nadelkovic to back up tonight after Huso played last night. So uh, a bigger number. Again, bet risk, not bet to win. I'm risking minus 210 uh, to try to win a little less than a half unit. But a good rest advantage. Good team at home as a favorite uh, who's playing better hockey against a team who is on the second leg of a back-to-back -back and now starting their backup goalie. So give me... The Minnesota Wild, minus 210 tonight on the money line. For my last Josh's Sweat of the Night, let's talk some college basketball. It's also a big college hoops night. We have about 30 games across the board. And what I like to do in college basketball is sometimes look for very, very obscure games that are really, really low bet in terms of a ticket count, but I've taken in a lot of respected money. Uh, so perfect example here is Arkansas State and Southeast Missouri State. Give me Arkansas State on the money line to win the game at minus 150. I'll tell you why I like Arkansas State tonight. A very random game. You probably didn't expect to hear about this one on the Morning Bets pod. This fits my model of a very low bet game that the public wants nothing to do with or doesn't even know about or care about, but Sharps have certainly taken a liking to. So Arkansas State, one of the lowest bet games of the night, but Arkansas State actually opened minus two at home. Now they've been bet up to minus three. So right off the bat, if this is a game that the public doesn't have any, you know, uh, any take in or any interest in. Uh, yet we saw this this line move. To me, line moves are meaningful in low-bet games because it tells me Sharps have targeted the game, where they don't really care if it's a big game or a small game. They're just betting based on their discrepancies and how they've projected the game. So Arkansas State opening minus 2 up to minus 3. That's notable because, again, this is not a public play at all. So it tells me Sharps, once this line dropped, said, hey, that minus 2 is too low. Let's hit Arkansas State and move this number. Um, so instead of messing around with a minus 3, I'm just going to go money line. Uh, again, I would hate to see Arkansas State win by one or win by two, and I lose because I, I went the minus three. Obviously, you'll save juice if you take the regular spread, uh, but I like to money line these short favorites just to say, hey, hashtag win the game. Um, but also, you look at uh, Ken Palm, uh, Ken Palm Roy's projections. He has Arkansas State winning by two points, uh, so at least he's got him winning this game, not a big edge based on the current number. But also, you look at home road splits. I think they can be really important in college with hostile environments and these young kids who may not be uh, kind of accustomed to playing in hostile environments. Uh, you look at Arkansas State, they're 5-1 and one at home this year. Uh, if you look at Southeast Missouri State, they're just 2-3 and three on the road. So Arkansas State with some home cooking, 
Also, you're banking on Arkansas State's defense. They're only giving up 63 points a game versus 70 for Southeast Missouri State. Also, better field goal shooting team. Arkansas State is shooting 47% from the field. Southeast Missouri is only 42%. Um, and you also look at um, a couple other angles here. Um, you also look at, uh, what is it, Southeast Missouri State. Oh, yeah, they've, they've struggled here. They've lost four straight. That's what I meant to say. So I think it's a good spot to back Arkansas State at home, who's 5-1 and one at home. Very obscure game with a line move. Again, Ken Palm's got a winning by two. That's why, in my opinion, I want to be with this sharp line move in a low bet game, but I don't want to be uh, laying the worst of the number spread-wise, so I'll pay a little more juice and just say win the, win the game. So give me Arkansas State, a random sharp money move here on a low bet game at minus 150 Arkansas State on the money line. That about does it for today's VEASAN Daily Morning Bets podcast on Wednesday, December 14th. But a reminder, we have so much going on right now in the sports betting world. Headline by bowl games, college football bowl games. They're about to get off uh, and off and running here. And we have a great bowl game betting guide, which can really benefit you this bowl game season. What I love most about the betting guide is Brent Musburger has his picks on every single game. Steve Mackin has some great uh, trends as well. I have an article on how to go contrarian. Adam Burke has some great insights as well. So if you're looking to get a leg up betting bowl games, great time to go contrarian. A lot of public money in the market. Uh, check out our VEASAN uh, betting game, uh, betting bowl game guide at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And of course, follow us on Twitter at VEASAN Live. You can follow me at Josh underscore insights and wake up every day to our great sports betting newsletter. It's called the VEASAN Daily. You can sign up for free to your inbox every morning. That's VEASAN.com slash newsletter. But I wish you the best of luck. Enjoy your Wednesday sweats. And as always, hopefully you can cash some tickets tonight because as the wise man of VEASAN, the godfather likes to say, cash and tickets, that's what it's all about. Enjoy the sweats, everyone. Have a great Wednesday. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.